If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the business of thinking vague the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. I'm your host and business coach, Leanne, and I am so excited to have this conversation with you. One of the reasons why I wanted to do an episode called Fake It Till You Make It is because that concept was absolutely transformational in my life. And that goes back to a story that is about 15 years old. I'll get to that story in a minute. But before we do, I have had the experience many times where people will tell me they really don't like this expression. This really creates a lot of resistance with people, the idea of faking it. And I get it. Nobody wants to be fake. Nobody wants to feel false or inauthentic. But the concept of this expression, fake it till you make it, is actually something that I believe is very powerful. And it's directly linked with the law of attraction, creating more of what you want in life. And a big part of the work that I do with female entrepreneurs is to help them create more of the life and the business of their dreams. And law of attraction plays a big part. So I'll tell you the story that inspired this episode. It goes back, oh gosh, probably more than 15 years now. And it involves a dear friend of mine named Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. She's one of my oldest and dearest friends. And I was going through a tough time. In fact, at this time, I had just gone through probably the biggest and hardest breakup of my entire life. 
I was dating somebody that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and it turned out not to be the case. And the breakup, while very fast, was actually just one of the most painful things I ever had to go through. I was mourning the loss of this relationship and this person, but I was also mourning the loss of the dreams that I had built with this person and the life that I anticipated having with this person. I thought we were going to get married and have babies. So it was a pretty pivotal moment in my life. And I can, as I'm thinking back, I just remember feeling like a total disaster. I lost a bunch of weight because I was really stressed and I felt like I couldn't, I, I just couldn't, didn't have an appetite, to be honest with you. I all of a sudden didn't fit into any of my clothes anymore. I didn't want to dress nicely. I was wearing sweatpants all the time. I also, to top it all off, lived in this terrible apartment in this bad part of town that was a total hole in the wall. And I can remember it was a, it was basically like a bachelor apartment, probably about like 300 square feet. And it had a bed in the middle of the living room. And I remember sitting in that bed and watching sappy rom-com movies on my DVD player. Yes, this was long before the days of Netflix. And I, at the time, I was so broke, I wouldn't have been able to afford the monthly fee for Netflix. Yes, there was a time where I was that broke. I was depressed. I was in pain. I didn't want to leave the house. The last thing that I wanted was to take charge of my own life. I just needed a couple of weeks where I could wallow in my sadness. And that is exactly what I did. I actually can remember those moments of watching TV and eating ice cream out of the container, just like you see in the movies, and crying myself to sleep at night. Like literally, my life was a disaster. And then my friend Shelly came over. And she came over, and at the time, the book The Secret had just come out. It was also a movie, but she brought me the book. And she said, you need to read this. And I was like, why? And she said, listen, you're not this disaster. What is it that you really want? And I remember saying, I just want to feel confident again. I just want to feel like that woman I felt like six months ago. And she said, girl, you got to fake it till you make it. And it was the first time I had heard that expression in that way. And I remember asking her to tell me more. She said, if you want to feel better, then you got to do the things that are going to make you feel better even before you feel better, right? If you want to feel confident, then you have to do things that a confident person would do before you actually feel confident. It was mind-blowing to me, this concept of faking it until you make it or faking it before I actually felt it. And so this was something that I, I actually took and ran with. Once she told me that, I was like, oh, could I really do this? Could I really create new feelings out of nothing? Could I make myself feel more confident, even though my life circumstances are making me feel sad and depressed and lonely? Is this even possible? So I kind of saw this as a fun experience. And as I mentioned at the time, I was pretty broke. I was saving to be able to afford my own condo. I wanted to purchase my own property for the very first time, but I felt like that was light years away because I was only making $30,000 a year and I did not know how I was going to do that. But what I knew was that I really wanted to be able to buy my own home for the first time ever. I was in my early, I guess, yeah, early to mid thirties at this time. And I did have a little down payment saved up, but it wasn't enough. So I took this concept of fake it till you make it 
because at the time I was going to these different condos. I was looking at these different places that I couldn't afford. And then in some cases I was making offers on places and I was losing out on, on those offers. This was back in the day when there was a lot of bidding wars and I felt so defeated. So I started to change. I took this idea of fake it till you make it. And I started to change how I approached this entire situation. Rather than feeling left out of the housing market and depressed and deflated by my failed activities, I did something completely different. I just started going to those condos as if I lived there. I know this is surreal. Even as I'm describing this, I can't believe I did this. But I would, this is exactly what I did. I would get dressed up in my cutest outfit. I would bring a book, whatever I was reading at the time, and I would pop it in like my cutest little handbag and I would strut down to, there was a specific building that I had my eye on, again, that I couldn't seem to get myself into. And I, in my mind, had been telling myself, I can't afford to live here and I'm not good enough to live here. And on the main level of that building, there was a cute little Starbucks coffee shop, right? So here I am in my cute outfit with my cute handbag going to this cute Starbucks with all these attractive young single people who lived in this condo, right? So I just started going there regularly. I would order a coffee, not my usual latte because again, I had no money and I was trying to save. So I would order coffee and not a latte. I would order like a basic beverage, but I would sit with my Starbucks cup And I would sit there for hours reading and sometimes, you know, I'd pull out my phone or text a friend. I acted as if I already lived in that building. And that, my friends, was a complete game changer. I'm a little embarrassed telling you this story because it does feel like an entire lifetime ago. But I know that some major things happened in my life as a result of that fake it till you make it behavior. So I would keep going to the Starbucks. I literally went every Saturday morning and I would sit there with my coffee and my book for at least an hour once a week for several months on end until I actually started to feel like I lived there. This became such a habit and such a ritual. And I would say hello to the same barista again and again because I had gotten to know them. There were some people who lived in the neighborhood whose faces I started to recognize. I actually started to believe that I did live there. Or more importantly, I believed I was the kind of person who could live in a place like that. And only a few months before, it felt completely out of my league. And here's where the story gets really interesting. Fast forward, not five or six months later, and I became the proud owner of a condominium, not just in that area, but in that exact building that I had visited all those many months. You see, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was putting signals out into the universe that I belonged here. And after many failed attempts, a bidding on many condos in many different buildings, all in and around that area and other areas as well. I ended up winning a bid on a condo in that exact same building because energetically, I willed it to happen. I faked it till I made it. I pretended to be the kind of person that lived there until I became the person that lived there. 
And this story is one of many stories I could tell you throughout my life since that moment that I've applied this fake it to you, make it thinking. So I want to give a huge shout out to my friend, Shelly. We all have to have those buddies when when we are down in the dumps, they come and they say the exact right thing. And I'll be honest, I don't know if in that moment, what I wanted to hear was, Leanne, you got to pull yourself up, dust yourself off and just fake it. But I'm so glad that my friend gave me that advice because since then I have applied that advice. I have learned the art of faking it till you make it. And I want to teach you the art of this as well. There are certain specific steps that you can take that will allow you to put yourself in that feeling of somebody who is in that place, of somebody who is at that next level, even before you start to feel like you belong. So this is the key. At first, it feels fake. And that's the, that's the part of this whole concept that so many people hate, the idea that it feels fake or pretend or false. But you got to get over that because after a while, it starts to feel completely real and normal. It starts to feel like your authentic lived experience because you've been doing it for a while. And you start to see yourself as somebody who belongs in that arena. Just like I started to see myself as somebody who belonged in that condo. And then I became someone who lived in that condo. That's exactly what you want to do for yourself. You want to start to put yourself in places and situations and challenges that stretch you beyond what you feel ready for. Because here's the thing, you're never going to feel ready. The greatest things I have accomplished in my life, I did not feel ready for. In fact, I felt completely the opposite. I felt completely unprepared, not ready, so not in the arena. But when I challenge myself and I put on that you know, in this case of my story, I put on my cutest outfit. When you put yourself in the clothing, in the mindset, in the environment of the person that you want to be, those things start to pay off. So I want to give you three examples of where this might be showing up for you in your business. Three very common examples that I have coached many women on. The first one is to charge before you're ready or <clears throat> charge more before you're ready. So this is especially for my beginner business owners that feel like they have to do things for free or pro bono, or they have to barter their services because they don't have a lot of experience. This is a very common newbie problem. But here's the thing I'll have you remember about this, that people don't pay what they think we are worth People pay what we think we're worth. And the longer that you think you are worth $0 an hour or the longer you keep yourself at a lower CEO salary, that is exactly what your clients and potential clients think of you as well. So you need to have the courage to charge a rate, even if you're not sure it's the right rate or even if you're not sure that you have the experience, the clout, the credibility to charge that. Because guess what? Most of us don't. Most of us, when we put together a business and we put out our first offer, we're thinking, oh, dear God, is this the right price? Will they say yes? And you'll never know unless you try. So that is one area, charging what you feel like it's worth right now in this moment. And guess what? What you charge today is a fraction of what you'll be able to charge one year, three year, 10 years from now. But you got to start somewhere. 
So even though you don't feel like you have the courage, I want you to pretend to be someone who has the courage to charge what they're worth. It just takes sending out that first invoice, making that first offer, creating that first proposal. It just takes taking that first step, having the courage, faking it till you make it. Okay, so that's one area. The second area that I think we could be applying this thinking is stepping up to that level of thought leader even before you're ready. And we talk a lot on this podcast about the difference between being a business owner and truly being that thought leader. Most of the women I coach do not feel like the thought leader that they really are. They can't see themselves as that, even though I can see it in them. And this is what's hilarious about this is everyone else around us can always see our greatness long before we can see it. I think of one of my clients, Karen Choi. Karen is amazing. And I have been picking up on this lady's energy for literally years before, at least a year before I ever got the chance to coach her. Karen did two rounds of my A Players program. And in the second round, she decided that as her 90-day goal, it was time for her to start a podcast. But in the lead up to that decision, I can remember having conversations where Karen really didn't feel like she was someone that people would listen to. She didn't feel like she had a voice or opinions or ideas that people would look up to. But I could see that this was already happening for her and that the podcast was just going to be the final physical manifestation of her thought leadership that was already happening. She was posting on Instagram. She was doing videos but I knew she needed that bigger platform. And so I challenged Karen. And I'll tell you, when she recorded those first few episodes and she pressed go and it finally hit the airwaves, she did not feel ready. And if she were on this podcast, she would say the same thing. But now that she's a few episodes in at the time of recording this, she definitely feels that. She feels like the thought leader that only months ago she didn't feel like. And she didn't get there through doing mindset work, and she didn't get there through coaching herself. She got there through taking courageous action that she didn't feel ready for. She faked it till she made it, okay? So if you are a business owner and you really want to be seen as a thought leader, what are you sitting on? What big move could you make that would set you apart from other leaders in your pack? I know you don't feel ready and that's okay because you don't need to feel ready to actually do it. And here's the third area that I also see this. I see this a lot when somebody wants to create something new. Maybe it's a new offer or it's a new vehicle to deliver your genius. I'll tell you a story about my very first retreat. This would have happened like five years ago. I started hosting my annual retreat for women in business for thought leaders and I wanted to take them someplace special. And I had this connection with an organization in Panama. Yes, a completely different country because we're in Canada. But part of my vision was that, you know, winters here where I live are long and I wanted to help break up the winter and take women to this tropical place where they could really just work on themselves as leaders, right? Because we're so often we're working on the business, we're working in the business, and we don't always create enough time for working on ourselves. So I had this beautiful vision to take women to a tropical destination to help break up the winter and help give them a chance to reset and get back to the women that they are, get back to who they are at their core so that they could come back to their businesses refreshed and ready to serve. 
And at the time, this idea of this offer was terrifying. A, I had never done a retreat before. B, I was asking women to leave the country and leave their businesses, their partners, their children, sometimes young children behind for not just a couple of days, almost an entire week. It seemed like what I was creating, it seemed almost impossible that people would say yes to this offer. And yet we did it. Long before I felt like I was ready to do a first international retreat, I kind of just didn't give myself too long of a moment to think about it. I had the connection of the place where I wanted to go. We created the experience. We figured out the pricing. And then I just presented it to my people because I think the timing was that if I, if I miss, if I didn't, present the offer, I was going to kind of miss the boat for that year because I knew I wanted it to be at the end of January. So this story illustrates so perfectly that even those people who look like they have it all together, and I know that some of you think that about me, thank you very much, although it's completely untrue. I do not have it all together all the time right? And neither do the other people that you're looking at online. And they're putting together retreats and special offers and high ticket coaching programs that you don't feel like you're worthy of yet. But let me tell you, you absolutely are. And you will never feel ready for creating your first big offer, right? Your first intensive, your first full day conference, all of these things come from an idea And in order for them to be a thing in your business, you have to have the courage to start before you feel ready. All of this, everything we've talked about in this episode, I really do believe that there is no such thing as ready. And all the biggest moments in my life, becoming a wife, becoming a mother, becoming a homeowner for the first time, they all happened long before I felt I was ready. Because I feel like that idea of ready is a complete illusion. So here's what I have to say to you. You don't actually need to feel ready. You just need to have the courage to go for it. You need to have the courage to act as if you are the person who has already done it. That's what we're really talking about when we talk about this idea of faking it till you make it. It's not that you're staying in this world of pretending, but for a little bit, you kind of have to pretend. You kind of have to imagine. You have to have the courage to design things and price things even when you don't have a blueprint for it. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about being false and inauthentic. We're talking about having the courage to do something you've never done before. And then guess what? You'll be the person who's done it. And the only way to get there is to take some of the steps that we've talked about today. Have the courage to envision what you really want to create whether it is that first podcast, that first offer with an actual price tag attached, whether it is a retreat or just something that you've been sitting on, a dream that you've had, booking that big vacation, landing that next dream client, finding and buying your dream home, anything that you are sitting on, I promise you can start to make shifts around this. Start to do the things that someone like that would do. Use your imagination. How does that person dress? How does that person carry themselves? How does that person speak about themselves? How does that person show up on social media? You can see how all of these little actions that you're taking every day are creating your experience. They're creating who you are. And they can be creating an experience of feeling stuck and being the same, or they can be creating an experience 
of expansion and trying new things and taking things to the next level. It's all a choice. And this choice is completely up to you, my friend. So what do you say? Is there something in your life that you need to maybe fake it until you make it? You need to muster up that courage to do things differently? If so, I would love to hear it. You can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Leanne Kim Coach, and I would love to hear how today's episode inspired you. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. Thank you.